Yo, short box nation. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, I know you thought you wouldn't be hearing from me today, but surprise, surprise, here we are. For all you newbies joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. My name is Botter, and this is the Short Box Podcast, the comic review and talk show where you hear the best conversations about comic books and pop culture inspired by them. Today, you'll be treated to a preview of an episode that has been exclusive to members of our Patreon community for months now, which is our Batman Mask of the Phantasm review episode, which we recorded shortly after the unfortunate passing of the iconic and legendary Batman voice actor Kevin Conroy. So this one is a it's a special one for us. And it was really special to Ashley, who's on the episode, because it was her first time watching Mask of the Phantasm, which made me and Ed a little jealous, right? Like, who wouldn't want to relive and watch this iconic, amazing Batman movie for the first time? Now, you might be scratching your head and wondering, why don't you guys do more episodes about comic cartoons and animated movies like Mask of the Phantasm? Well, the good news is we do. We actually have a whole spinoff podcast dedicated to that subject called Pilot's License. The bad news is we do a terrible job of promoting it. So if you want more episodes about comic cartoons, and I mean, who really doesn't? Uh, or if you just enjoy this preview episode you're about to get, then I highly encourage you to become a member of our Patreon community. We drop bonus episodes and extra content like this all the time on there. And if you're looking for an altruistic reason to, to sign up, well, just know that you'll be supporting us in a major way. It's not cheap and it's not easy running a podcast for as long as we have. And any support we can get would be greatly appreciated. Check out our Patreon membership plans by going to shortboxjacks.com or scroll through this episode show notes and click the support this show button. Anyway, that's the intro I got for you today. Come back next week when we're back to a regular show. I've already got some awesome guests lined up. It's going to be a good time. So come back next Wednesday. And in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Continue to make mine and your short box. And most importantly, let's start the show already. I just want to go ahead and say this. You know, we're doing this Batman animated series episode today. I don't want to hear anyone ever complain about me being allergic to DC. All right. I've dedicated these <laughs> last three episodes of Pilot's <laughs> License to DC. For today's episode, the assignment was originally I wanted everyone to just watch their favorite um, Kevin Conroy uh, performance, whether that be Batman animated series, whether that was an episode of Justice League Unlimited or Batman Beyond or any of the many bodies of work that he's done. And in a very surprising, coincidental turn of events, we all ended up watching Mask of the Phantasm mm -hmm. this weekend. So I, I want to know, how did everyone arrive at Mask of the Phantasm, considering all of the options available? I, I've got an idea. I've got a clue. I mean, it's Mask of the Phantasm. It's pretty much enough said there, but indulge me. Ashley, why do you choose Mask of the Phantasm? There's so much stuff to choose from. And I texted my friend from uh, like my comic shop days, who is like the biggest Batman fan I've ever met in my entire life, and just said, hey, if you could pick one thing, what should I watch? And he said, Mask of the Phantasm. So I was like, all right, well, that's going to be better than anything I pick myself because he's seen everything. And I've seen a small amount. So I went ahead and watched it for the first time today. First wow. Time. Oh, that's right. That's right. For some of you uh, eagle-eyed, um, are eagle-eared? Is eagle-eared eagle eared? Sure. Eagle-eared, yeah. Well, ears, I don't think eagles can hear pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they can. Sure. Uh, meanwhile, there's an eagle expert listening. Like, actually, they <laughs> actually, are the most <laughs> deaf animal in the fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> you eagle-eared listeners will realize that uh, 
our Batman animated series episode, episode two of Pilot's License, was Ashley's first mm. instance of watching, or maybe we'll say first conscious, real conscious exposure uh, to watching. Yeah, it was the your years of tree dwelling and book reading. You didn't <laughs> yeah, watch TV. <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, I was actually really curious, actually, what you would pick. So this is even better that this was your first time. Is it safe to say first time watching it? Period. Oh yeah, like I wow. didn't even know it existed. Honestly, Ooh, damn. Like he said, Mask of the Phantasm. I was like, oh, I hope I can find it, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like super popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. There's a Blu-ray of 4D yeah. version yeah. and shit. <laughs> um, that's great. I, I'm a little jealous because that is one of those movies that you wish you could watch again for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to hear your, your thoughts and, and what impact they had on you. Uh, but let me hear from Ed. Ed, why'd you pick Mask of the Phantasm? Honestly, just because it's something I haven't, I don't think I've watched since it came out in the 90s. And like I said, I didn't remember a lot of it. And I kind of wanted a something that would have a, where Conroy will, you know, have a bigger range of, you know, because there's a lot of Bruce in this that you don't oh, yeah. get to see in the uh, the show. I wanted to revisit that that uh, scene where he's at the grave and he's talking to his folks. I wasn't counting on being happy. Yeah, I don't know. This is okay. Here's the deal, guys. It's really rainy out here. Let me make this short. No, the, that scene just, uh, I don't know. And it's such I'm a weird I'm not going to talk your ear off. Yeah. Right? I know you ain't got all day. Dead people. So that, I kind of remember because the things I remember about that is the reveal of the phantasm, which they don't name in the show, in the movie, which is funny. They don't ever call her the Phantasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, just that reveal, that kind of Metroid Samus reveal at the end, and that scene. So, and I, But I didn't really... It was foggy. Everything else was foggy since it's been so long. So I just wanted to revisit it. So I figured I'd get kind of like a lot of different... Since it was a movie, we'd get a lot more, you know, I guess like a Conroy, more depth of his, his acting in this, as opposed to the show. That's damn good reasoning. Um, I had a similar reason, too, where I couldn't recall the last time I watched it. I know uh, the first time I ever watched it, like, I vividly remember watching it on, like, CW or, or something like that. Um, and I think it was maybe the first time it, it came on TV. Maybe not. I don't know. It was like it had to be, like, 95, 96, because I didn't get to, you know, America till 1995. So the movie comes, came out in 90, what, three, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, 93. 93. Yep. So it was probably one of those like first time airing on TV events on CW. I just remember like there was a lot of marketing on it. And I remember the poster, you know, with like mm -hmm. Batman spread out or his wings or arms spread out and the phantasm behind him. Um, and I think they also ran like a contest on the radio when it aired because I, I have this memory of my dad calling us <laughs> like an like an hour after the movie ended and we were like whoa that was epic like what did we just watch and my dad like please tell me that you guys watch batman we were like hell yeah dad and he was like all right look um the radio station is running like this you know, whatever a hundred dollars or something you know which was a million dollars in the 90s was, and he was like all i need to know is who was the fan you know who was the phantom and we you know we were kids we were like uh the lady the red lady lady. <laughs> yeah, the red -haired lady yeah and he's like no i need the name you know so that was the memory i, I had but i also so aside from like just kind of trying to fill in um a gap in memory i also was looking at a bunch of kevin conroy interviews uh and he said that he feels like this is probably the best portrayal of Batman he's done. He said uh, uh, in a quote, the lines that I love the most 
are the ones that reveal the soul of Batman, end quote. And that was, a, and, and that was an answer to a question as far as like, what's his favorite lines that he's done? Uh, he even called it like the best Batman movie out of all of them, uh, animated and live action, because like Ed, you had uh, alluded to, it shows the entire arc of the character. And he specifically brings up like the scene, um, the scene at, at the graveyard being one of his most, one of his favorite performances because he got to like, you know, really show the humanity and the pain behind uh, Bruce. So that was enough for me to just like pick Mask of the Phantasm. Um, it was, it, actually, would you say that it respected your time? Because I was pleasantly surprised that it was an hour and 15 minutes. I thought it was like a, a little longer, but maybe I'm just so used to like movies now. Marvel, yeah. three hour. <laughs> three yeah, and a half hour exactly. movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was perfect. I don't feel like any part of that movie dragged. Like it, it started off super strong. Um, like that opening sequence was like insane. And then it just, the, the whole thing was good. I, I don't feel like I wasn't checking my watch or wasn't dragging the whole time. Yeah, because yeah. this was originally supposed to be direct-to-video. Hmm. So that probably explains the length and the time. Movies were around an hour and a half normally. <laughs> it was a different era. Um, but then they put it into the theaters. It was a really like mishandling. Thing, right? Yeah, it was kind of... And then that's why, like I said, it was a bomb. But through the uh, home video market, it kind of got hits, you know, cult status even beyond that. It hmm. became a success, but... Yeah, it was a. Uh, I think it was a six million dollar budget, and they made like five point six million in the box office. So Damn. it was a definitely not successful, but it was mishandled. Yeah, you know, as far as promotions and things like that. But it kind of launched that DC's kind of direct to video market. I mean, that was kind of the launching pad for. They've had a very good run with you know direct to video or direct to you know streaming you know movies. Yeah, it was interesting to learn that this is. That it was the not only the first you know theatrical film by Warner Brothers Animation, but it was like the only uh, animated film to be theatrically released up until uh, the you know when they were doing Batman: The Killing Joke in 2016 in the, like few select theaters. It's mm. been like that long. You know what is that? Almost 20, 23 years, a twenty year three year gap between any other before any other DC animated movie you know would would make it in theaters. And yeah, they've all been Batman. So it was like Batman, the killing joke in 2016. It did and that bad. They didn't want to put anything. They didn't take any chances. Like, nah. And it's not even like, nah. the, I mean, then again, I think like uh, a movie's got to like at least double, like what is yeah. double, triple the budget for it to be like a success. But yeah, I guess it was like enough of them to be like, ah, we're not going to run the risk again. And then now we have like foreign markets to add into. So it's a different ball game. But yeah, during this time, yeah, it didn't do well. And that probably made them, uh, you know, they weren't too trigger happy to put out any more animated movies for a theatrical release. Cause that's a lot more budget to promote and things like that too. So this movie obviously, you know, has garnered a, a cult classic. I think there's a reason why, why your friend um, told you watch this movie. It has been named best superhero films ever. According to time magazine, uh, screen rant has named it the best Batman movie of all time. You got things like pace magazine calling it the greatest Batman movie, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of sentiments, just like that. Do you think, uh, did the movie live up? Do you think the movie lives up to all of these accolades and, you know, uh, kind of cult status? So I, I didn't know how big of a deal this movie was until after I watched it. I just like looked it up and I was like, oh, cool. It's on HBO Max. And then I watched it and I was like, man, this was really good. Um, like just, it was a good movie, like a good Batman movie. Um, not even 
you know, just saying it was like a good animated Batman movie. It was just a good Batman movie. Um, and then I went online and I was like reading all about it and I was like, okay, well, yeah, this makes sense. I can, I can see this, that it was, you know, super popular. You went on Twitter, has anyone seen this movie? It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Roast <him. laughs> If you haven't heard of it, you should definitely watch this. This Kevin Connelly guy <laughs> is going places. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was my sentiment watching it. Um, I watched it on Friday and the whole time I was thinking, wow. All these, uh, like, it made me think of the most recent uh, Batman.